0: Good morning. It is Friday, January 26th. Here's what we're working on. Niagara Regional hey! Council pulls a Gaza ceasefire motion from the agenda.
1: Big news down under. Novak Djokovic will not be playing in the Australian Open men's final.
0: And George Carlin's Hello. estate is suing over a fake a comedy, comedy special.
1: What you're about to hear is my second...
0: Good. Good morning, and thanks for joining us on this especially soggy Friday. Wow.
2: <laughs> I <laughs> cannot
0: believe how much rain. There was so much ponding, and I come down one of the escarpment accesses, mm-hmm. and I'm like, whoa, what a well, mess. Well, even so
1: for me on the QEW coming in, you almost have to, you had to kind of stay in the middle lane because it's dark out, and you don't know where the the ponding is happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the hydroplaning, so you just That's have right. to be really careful. Yeah. got to be right. careful. A lot of be, rain. Be, yeah, we have a special weather statement in effect
2: for all of the horseshoe, talking about 15 to 25 millimeters of precipitation wow. it's not a rainfall warning or anything like that it's just a statement saying be careful we're going to get a lot of rain out of this system as it crosses southern Ontario you probably heard it drumming on the roof last night and those winds well actually the winds right now very strong they're gusting to just about 60 kilometers an hour from the north northeast but those winds will die off the rain will taper off as well as the morning goes on then we could just get a little bit of light rain some drizzle later but a mild day today. Now, yesterday we got to two degrees. Today we should hit seven degrees. And even tomorrow we're gonna sit around six degrees. So that snow is gonna be gone, whatever is left. There's not an awful lot left with all the melting going on, but at least we can see this morning. There's there's no fog in the area, thankfully, but just be careful as we talked about pooling and ponding on the roads, on the highways, just be careful. Drive carefully. Uh, We'll look at um, the forecast coming up. Quick check on traffic, 403 and Waterdown Road. We usually start there. That looks pretty good at the moment, nothing there. We do have a collision right now in St. Catharines. I'll go to that MTO traffic camera. It's Toronto-bound lanes of the QEW at 7th. So. You're going through Saint Catherine's crossing the area around 7th. You can see actually it was on both shoulders. Now it's on the right shoulder. They've cleared everything off to the right. Could be the right lane block through there as well. But that's the only problem that we have at the moment. Just wet roads, a big problem here today. We'll talk about weather and traffic coming up right now. the news.
0: Thanks very much Brian. A contentious motion in front of Niagara Regional Council calling for a ceasefire in Gaza was shut down last night by another motion introduced by St. Catharines mayor Matt Cisco. Simone Gavaros joins us now with more on the chaos that happened afterwards.
3: Hi, good morning Annette. Well, yes, the motion brought forward from Mayor Matt Cisco was brought forward before the 18 delegates that were present could even speak on the topic. Now, the meeting yesterday got very heated and intense, and many of the delegates say that what happened was very disappointing. Hey! was the scene from the gallery and council yesterday where the delegates were sitting waiting to make their remarks. The agenda item initially brought forward by Councillor Haley Bateman had a number of requests including a support for a ceasefire, lifting the cap on the number of Palestinians who can apply to come to Canada and lighting the Niagara region headquarters with the colors of the Palestinian flag. Now, Cisco said that the reason he moved to remove the agenda item was because the end result would be divisive within the community. The delegates waiting to speak called it a disgrace.
0: It was a complete
1: shock. My heart sank. It was just, we had a little bit of hope. We kind of knew that this was going to happen, but we thought we might still get a chance to speak and speak for our cause speak for
0: our people and we weren't able to do that and it's a shame to me it's it's insulting that this council wouldn't give this issue the attention that it deserves
3: now all but two councillors were in favor of cisco's motion we've reached out to people from yesterday's meeting for comment for more reaction on what happened at yesterday's meeting but for now tim i'll send things over to you
1: All right, thanks, Simone. While municipalities like Hamilton and Toronto are considering property tax increases of about eight and ten and a half percent, respectively, the city of St. Catharines is proposing a much smaller figure, just under two percent. We recognize the fiscal situation we were in coming out of COVID last year. Uh, We made some very difficult decisions. We knew that if we wanted to avoid a lot of financial pain and even bigger increases in the future, we had to go down that path. So that is St. Catharines Mayor, Matt Cisco, and that is why St. Catherine's upped its property taxes ten and a half percent in twenty twenty three. But Cisco says that big jump does mean a tax increase of just one point eight percent this year, three and a half and three point five the following year. Now the proposed multi-year budget is set to be debated at council next Wednesday
0: two people have been arrested after a multi-vehicle crash in caledonia the opp and six nations have now cleared the scene we're waiting to hear back from police about what led to this several people on social media posted that there was a chaotic scene near king william and seneca streets in caledonia around 3 30 yesterday afternoon at least four vehicles were involved one Pickup ended up on top of another vehicle. Few details have been shared, but the OPP say only minor injuries were reported. Multiple media outlets are reporting that charges against a Mississauga man Kenneth law have now been upgraded to first-degree murder law is accused of marketing and selling a lethal substance to people at risk of self-harm he was initially charged with counseling and aiding suicide after an investigation in the United Kingdom led to allegations that he was responsible for the deaths of at least 88 people Peel Regional Police later added 14 charges of second-degree murder it is unclear how many of those have been upgraded to first degree Peel police have previously claimed that law is responsible for sending at least 1,200 packages to over 40 countries. Several politicians, including those in Fort Erie, are calling on the Ontario government to do more when it comes to rural health care. They say communities across the province are in crisis because of a lack of family doctors and urgent care centre closures.
3: We need this urgent care open 24-7. I'm asking the government, to uh, the health minister, uh, to direct Niagara Health to open it back up 24-7. We're a growing population. We have high high number of seniors in this community, and we don't have enough family doctors to service them.
0: Douglas Memorial Hospital, for example, in Fort Erie, is open from 10 in the morning until 8 at night. Liberal Party leader Bonnie Crombie also held a news conference calling on the Ford government to invest more in rural health care. Well, a special moment for a 102-year-old Second World War veteran in Beamsville. Elizabeth Jones, or Aunt Janie as, her friends, Janie as her friend's caller, was presented with a quilt of honor, a quilt of valor. How special were you when you were born to your mother? That is how special that was.
3: There's nothing else that compares to this moment and I know that Aunt Janie is feeling wonderful to be recognized and to be honored.
0: The almost 103-year-old served as a leading aircraft woman in the Second World War after enrolling in the Air Force in 1943. She was gifted a quilt of valor for her service by an organization that gives handmade quilts to veterans.
1: Just a wonderful story from the six last night. All right, let's get into uh, sports line, And uh, lots of sports to get to on this uh, Friday morning as a couple uh, long streaks were kept alive, but the opportunity for Novak Djokovic winning an 11th Australian Open title, that came to an end early this morning. A massive upset as the fourth-ranked Italian Yannick Sinner would take down the world's top player in a dominating four-set 6-1, 6-2, 6-7, 6-3 to book his first-ever ticket into a Grand Slam final. For the Joker, he had won down under for the past five years. The year he didn't win was in 2022 when he was not allowed to compete because he would not get vaccinated. Sinner at 22 could be the future of men's tennis along with a number of other young stars like Carlos Alcaraz who lost in the quarterfinals. The question is who will Sinner face in the finals? That is down to either third ranked Russian Daniil Medvedev who lost in the finals back in back to back years in 21 and 22 to the Joker and then Rafael Nadal. But he is in tough against sixth ranked Alexander Zverev from Germany who bounced Alcaraz in the quarters. We could be witnessing a second straight upset. Zverez had taken the first two sets against Medvedev, 7-6-6-4, and is leading in the third. The men's final goes early Sunday morning, our time. Ladies' final, that goes tomorrow morning. Three times that puck was handed back to him. Here's Nugent Hot. On the ice, you can make it 15 straight wins for the Edmonton Oilers. Connor McDavid, he would score twice, he would add an assist. The Oilers would shut out the lowly Chicago Blackhawks, 3-0 on home ice. They have now tied the 81-82 Islanders, and 2016-17 Penguins for the third-longest winning streak in NHL history. The Penguins also hold the all-time record of 17. Calvin Pickard would stop former Bulldog Mackenzie Entwistle on a penalty shot and make 27 saves for the shutout. They go for 16 straight when they host Nashville on Saturday. Sobolev fans on it, got it forward for Lavoie. Lavoie scores! Yeah, speaking of streaks, two former Ice Dogs, Zach Lavoie and Daniel Zobolev, combined to score the winning goal for the Brantford Bulldogs. and They have now beaten their dog rivals 22 straight times. The latest, a 5 2 beatdown. At the Meridian Centre last night, Bulldogs fifth straight win, Merrick Van Acker right there led the way with two goals, now has 11 in 10 games. So they return home to Brantford for four straights starting tomorrow night against Kingston. Those Frontenacs are in Niagara tonight.
2: And Engel ...turned it over on his way out of the zone, Anderson shot, they score, it's Monaghan!
1: Yeah, back to the NHL in Montreal, that late goal by Sean Monahan, set up by Josh Anderson just over two minutes left, lifted the Canadians to a 4-3 win over the New York Islanders and ruined the return of Islanders new coach Patrick Waugh. And it was his return to Montreal and also snapped a three-game slide. Waugh, who was just named New York's coach last week, is a legend in Montreal winning two Stanley Cups and received a two-minute standing ovation after the Anthems, the start of the game by the Bell Centre faithful. Another example, it's hard for me to say this, why they are the best hockey fans in the world. Hey, let's finish with some great news for Hamilton's favorite son, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, the NBA leader in 30-point games this season, has been named as a starter to the NBA All-Star game. So cool. The OKC Thunder guard edged out perennial All-Star, future Hall of Famer Steph Curry to join LeBron James and others in the Western Conference team. He also joined Steve Nash as the only multiple-time All-Star as he went last year, but remember, it was as a reserve, not as a starter the All-Star Game goes down February 18th from Indiana. 6-12,
2: it is Friday, oh, but it's a wet Friday. I mean, you probably heard the rain pelting down throughout the overnight, and it continues this morning. We'll check the wet roads that we have. Um, nothing going on at the 403 and Waterdown Road area coming out of Hamilton. All looking okay. No problems in the Hamilton area right now. One collision to talk about, and it's in St. Catharines this morning. We don't know. Ooh, ooh. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! There it is. Okay, got it. QEW and Seventh. Um, this is Toronto-bound lanes heading away from us. It's off on the right shoulder, right lane block through here. There's not a lot of volume. It is busy heading Toronto bound coming out of St. Catharines, but uh, that's the only problem that we have. Uh, Here's Midland Road, Stony Creek, all the way through west of Brant. Just flipping through some of these cameras. Ford Drive to Cothra. Oh, now, all of a sudden, this has just appeared. We've got a problem here. QEW at Cothra, we're looking at uh, Ford Erie bound lanes heading away from us. It looks like two left lanes are blocked through here that's going to slow things down wet roads pooling and ponding on the roads this morning be really careful because you can hit puddles really quickly and they can be very dangerous when you're going at speed so let's uh, look at the temperature that we have right now we're on the plus side to start the morning here plus two is our temperature but those winds we had gusts to almost 60 last hour now they're coming down a little bit 36 to 49 they will uh, diminish as the morning goes on but uh, rain still this morning so for school today we're looking at a temperature of seven degrees so far above seasonal as that uh, light it'll taper off as the day goes on this is our uh, satellite radar picture from the past six hours you can see how we're getting the 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 brighter colors in there are the heavier downpours we've had some of those throughout the overnight so it's a low pressure system It's finally going to move away and it's going to take the rain with it. But there's still a chance of some showers or drizzle, not only this afternoon, but overnight tonight and into the day tomorrow we could get more drizzle as yet another low pressure system approaches they just keep coming at us so today 15 to 25 millimeters possible with this rain but temperatures mild 6 and 7 degrees tonight it stays again on the mild side 2 to 4 degrees a little light rain throughout the overnight quite possible maybe some drizzle and then tomorrow we're looking at drizzle again temperatures 5 and 6 degrees so it stays mild for uh, another couple of days so out the door this morning 26th of january temperature right now is two and we do have rain and we'll look long range coming up And that tim
0: okay right now we're looking shorter range for what's coming up later in chit chat with emily well you're going to want to stay tuned because it's going to be a bit of a giggle fest seth meyers hosted <laughs> tom hollander on his talk show and talked about how the actor Gets confused for a Tom Holland quite regularly. Yeah, and a nice little payoff for that. Right. Okay.
1: <laughs> you were saying that with so, such a somber tone.
0: Oh, it's going to be really why, funny. That's why
1: I was giggling.
0: <laughs> I was like concentrating in my mind to make sure I said it correctly, like Hollander as opposed to Holland. I didn't want to mix it up. Because you know it's early and it's that,
1: Friday. That is true. Can confirm that, <laughs> and we will see the coach in a little bit. Okay. Thanks, Sam. Okay. Up after the break.
0: Are you satisfied with the airline passengers' complaint process? The federal government is not. That story coming up. Canadian dollar is up three basis points this morning in overseas trading to 74.34 cents U.S. Gold is up more than five dollars while crude dropped 70 cents to 76 dollars 66 cents a barrel. Checking midday trading in Europe the markets uh, have seen modest gains in London Frankfurt and Paris.
1: Off to Asia we go. Markets are down in Tokyo, Hong Kong and Shanghai on this Friday. North American markets on Thursday had some nice gains, specifically for the Dow Jones as it continues to increase. Let's see how they wrap up the uh, trading week on this last Friday of January.
0: Federal Transport Minister Pablo Rodriguez says airlines can't and they shouldn't get away with consumer rights violations. Earlier this month, thousands of WestJet customer flights were canceled during an extreme cold snap in Alberta, with many saying that the airline wouldn't reschedule them within the required window. An advocate says this is the latest example of a failure to uphold travelers' rights. Rodriguez says an overhaul of the passenger rights charter is underway, with stricter rules expected to take effect this year.
1: Let's go to Alberta where their health minister says that she's excited by Shopper's Drug Mart's plan to open another 44 of its pharmacy care clinics across the province this year. So Adriana Legrande says the expansion could help to reduce the strain on emergency departments and family doctors. The clinics are located in the store's pharmacies and are able to see patients for minor illnesses and injuries administer vaccines and help with chronic disease management. And Lagrange went on to say... This move aligns with her party's ongoing efforts to, quote, refocus the health care system.
0: The beer store is expanding its delivery options with DoorDash Canada. The agreement initially saw deliveries from 50 stores across Ontario. Another 230 have now been added. The beer store says couriers cancel alcohol deliveries if a recipient can't produce a valid ID, appears to be intoxicated, or tries to buy uh, alcohol for a minor. It says DoorDash couriers have their smart serve licenses, and they have to ensure that deliveries are only made to customers 19 and older.
1: So French farmers again blocked highways yesterday, part of an ongoing protest against what they say is stifling over-regulation in their industry. The protest initially broke out in the southwest of France two weeks ago. So now local media say regional farming unions have called on their members to head for Paris. Earlier this week, the powerful farming union handed the government a list of their demands, including... they include better enforcement of a law designed to safeguard farm gate prices diesel tax breaks and immediate payments of eu agriculture subsidies among others do not mess with farmers because they'll bring the (laughs) tractors out and it takes up a lot of space (laughs) (laughs) on to paris we go
0: (laughs) wow okay we're going to take a quick break brian is going to be back with your local traffic and the seven-day forecast as well
2: grab that umbrella 624 on this Friday. Good morning. We have a problem here at the QEW going through Mississauga. Now it's Niagara bound lanes. Uh, as you can see, heading away from us, we've got the left shoulder, and it looks like two left lanes are blocked through here, so everybody's got to squeeze over to that one right lane that's getting through, so collision right there at the QEW at Cothra. We had an earlier problem, QEW at 7th in St. Catharines, but that's now gone. Here's a look east of Lake. You can see how wet the roads are right now, top of the Skyway Bridge, east of Brodie, all the way through Lorne Park. It is raining all the way through the horseshoe at the moment. So the 403 west of 10, no problems right there. But that is the major problem right now. QEW at Cothra heading Niagara bound. All right, let's get to our temperatures. And with all of the rain that we have had throughout the overnight, it's just been drumming down out there. That's what you've got to be careful of is flooding on the highways, flooding on the roads, lots of puddles and they could be really deep because of all the precipitation. So two in Hamilton, one Grimsby, three and four Mississauga into Toronto. Uh, for seasonal temperatures this time of year, minus two and minus 10. We know we're near those temperatures for overnight lows and daytime highs. Uh, so well, those are our sun times and our records for today. Uh, for school today, yeah, it's going to be wet. And that rain this morning and four, but seven for after school, and it's going to be chance of some drizzle, some light shower activity. So there's that 15 to 25 millimeters for today, uh, and then it'll taper off a little bit, two overnight, six for tomorrow with some drizzle. There's some mixing on Sunday because that temperature is going to sit around the freezing mark. <gasps> What's that? Some sunshine for Monday? Okay, <laughs> it will go, what is that thing in the sky? Uh, and then back to clouds, but mild Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. It's forecast. Annette, Tim.
1: Okay, let's go to South Korea before we get to the bottom of the uh, clock, because the food ministry there has had to issue a health warning
0: It urges people not to eat deep fried toothpicks. (laughs) It happened because of an online social media trend. Clips showing people eating the deep fried starch toothpicks with seasoning have racked up thousands of likes and shares on TikTok and Instagram. Food coloring is used to turn them green. Now they are made of starch from sweet potatoes, but the Ministry of Food and Drug Safety in South Korea says the starch toothpicks are not edible products and their safety as food hasn't been verified they posted on x please do not eat
1: oh ooh. they look like oh look at them Give me, look
0: yeah ooh. so when they're deep fried they turn into curly fries well they look
1: like worms
0: oh yeah yeah you know, somebody in the food ministry is. I can't believe we're having to tell people.
1: Well, not but it's to. just like like they just say anything deep fried can be good. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't eat it. Okay. <laughs> um, rainy start to your Friday morning. Brian takes a look at that and your weekend forecast and other news when we come back.